You are divine. Hello there, my divine authentic seekers, and welcome back to Divine Authenticity. I hope y'all have a, a fantastic start to your week. Happy Monday. Uh, today, I'm very excited for multiple reasons, and we'll get into that. But before anything, I do want to give a shout out to a couple of community members because as y'all know, I do always read all of the reviews from Apple and all of the things you leave me on Spotify. There's like a section that says episode Q&A and you can leave things. So from Spotify, we have Vanessa McAndrew who said, I need this going through some offness, but knowing I'm not alone is good. So I think in that episode, we discussed like a lot of like planetary changes. And of course, you're never alone, Vanessa. Thank you so much for writing in. And over on Apple, we have from Rach, and they said, your voice is so calming. And as a Taurus, you just get me. So thank you so much from one Taurus to another. Uh, I really appreciate it. As y'all know, when you leave anything on podcast episodes, it does nothing but help drive this community forward, reach more people. And I don't think I've said this, but my goal for 2023 is to reach a million people with this podcast. So if there's anybody you feel like sharing with today or leaving a little review, definitely do so. And you could potentially be next week's shout out. So today's episode is very special because this week is Valentine's Day. And I'm sure we're going to talk all about that. But uh, Valentine's Day is what in like a day, right? Isn't today the day this goes out, I think is the 13th. So Valentine's Day will be tomorrow. Right. Very excited. Um and because of that, by popular demand, y'all have asked multiple times for me to bring my husband, Andrew, also known as Haunted Curio, all over the internet, back to the studio and do another little Q&A. So he's here with us. We're going to be answering questions that y'all sent in on my Instagram, which if you don't follow me, it's at Chloe Taylor. Uh, whenever I ask for questions or topics, I always pull them from there. So make sure you follow. But uh, Andrew, hello. Thank you for joining Hi. us today. Did they really ask for me to come back? Is that really they a request? They really did. I swear. This I get, this I've gotten a few DMs on Instagram. Okay. It's not. And I mean, on the episode, uh, I believe there were <laughs> some like messages too. So I mean, yes, I know for sure on Instagram, people have asked for you. Even if back. it was self-indulgent, I would still do this. this. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the, the original question or like thing that we said, or I put out on Instagram was just for context. If y'all didn't know, if you've never heard my husband before, uh, we have been together for 15 years this year, 15 years in April, and married for 10 of those years this year, uh, 10 years in September married. We met as, well, actually, we met in middle school, Yeah. but uh, we started dating our junior year of high school in 11th grade, and we have had a lot of transformation throughout this relationship. I started out in the relationship really hardcore Mormon. Um, Andrew was already calling himself atheist by that mm -hmm. point. And like, we now we're like both walking the witchcraft path. So I feel like, I don't know, the resident witches are in, I feel like we have a lot to say and a lot of questions we to answer. To say we're both, we both have a lot of interests in a lot of different fields. Yes. I think that, yes. that is very true. That has never not been true. I think either. 
but you're still my yeah, fucking messy, messy besties. Messy you bestie. This is why I love and also hate being friends with Sagittarius people. <laughs> if, if you didn't know, also, my husband is a Sagittarius sun, Scorpio moon, Capricorn rising. He's like big cap daddy energy. He's almost a double Capricorn stellium. He was born during the great cap stellium of 1990. I have, I've spent many years walking away from my Capricorn nature. We'll, we'll see. I think we're we're in a good place. I feel like you're... Your your Sagittarius sun really like takes the edge off. <laughs> I just want to be chill, okay? Can we just all chill out? Andrew, you're never gonna. You want to know why you're oh. never gonna be chill? You're never gonna be chill because all of your Capricorn <laughs> placements are in the first house of Aries. Aries has chill. no chill, absolutely no chill, and that's where all of these Capricorn placements hit for you is in the first house. I feel that too. I f- you're like baby daddy. <laughs> Big boss baby vibes. Yep. <laughs> baby daddy, but with no children. <laughs> no, okay. All right. Well, uh, oh, so many. Okay. I, I, have, I have thoughts. I have thoughts and opinions. You have thoughts. Um, and opinion. Tell me. Oh, tell me your thoughts. Before opinions. I forget, that's a really nice round number. I forgot that to the today. I forgot that this year was five years and 10 years no mm-hmm. 15 well 15 years 15 years and 10 years. years well we got married yeah. five and a half years it's, in it's, so it's so that's nice we right we, we'll see that in every five increments won't we yep. ah, all right all right all right cool right <laughs> i think i just i think i missed the wow holy shit Oh my god! Have we really been that? Ma- I know. We married that long? We've we've been together almost half of our lives. Next year, when it's sixteen years, it'll be half my life. And then, yeah, because we got together right before I turned seventeen. Hmm, that's right. Yeah, that's Fucking a long whack. time. Whack a do, bro. How are you doing? How are you doing today? <laughs> How yeah. am I doing? Um, you know. I feel like, well, I just got back and I feel like I'll cover this probably in like the next episode a little deeper because I feel like I have a lot of things to talk about, but I just got back from taking a little sneaky trip to California. I say sneaky because only my family knew about it um, purposefully. Um, There was just some like news in my family that I'm going to choose to keep to myself right now. If you're on the Patreon, you already know about it, but there was some news in my family that was pretty big. And I felt like I really needed to go home. So um, I was able to get like a pretty last minute flight out and I stayed for a week and it was the first time I'd been home in, I want to say almost six years. And it was very amazing. I literally cried when I had to leave, which has (laughs) never happened before. Um, I was like, just, it was, it was great and terrible. Like it was, there were so many high notes and so many like deep realizations. And it was such a like great tie up of a bow, shall we say to my Saturn return coming to a close in the beginning of March. Uh, Which like I said, I'll probably cover that in another episode, but I just got home like what? Two days ago. Two days ago. Two days ago. So I'm feeling pretty good. I've just been taking it easy. I'm going to get back into work probably tomorrow. Um, Just been taking it easy and relaxing, sleeping, sleeping in. Actually, I didn't take my vitamins today. Not yet. 
I know. Oh, I got to take my vitamins. Working out, sleeping, and take my vitamins. I have been working yes, out, though. that's been nice. Which is good. That's been really uh, nice. So working out, sleeping, and take my vitamins. Um, you being gone was like the first time that I've been in our house. Well, it's the first time I've been in our house alone here for like any significant amount of time. Um, totally. Which was very interesting. Very interesting being noisy and inconsiderate (laughs) (laughs) being noisy i quite liked it (laughs) i bet you did how are you how are you this fine good good i um as a consequence of kind of like no shared spaces uh, a funny consequence i have not spent barely any time in my office where I also have all my books and all my records and all of my good stuff, like all my shit. So uh, I'm looking around and I'm like, I really could do with some picking up. It's like finally noticing it after several days and my spaces are kind of messy. So so I'm it's a little messy over here, but um, I miss my I miss my work desk. I don't think you're sloppy, though, Andrew. I do think between the two of us, I'm definitely the more like organized but I don't think you're like chaotic sloppy. We've passed I maybe that thought point, that at one yeah. time, but I honestly think that I'm an extreme. <laughs> like I've had to work on my ability to like let things sit and be messy. And so yeah, I would never. We're, we're past that point. We're well past that point where like something can become gross, like a, a living space yeah. can get oh, gross. No. God, so. no. I, I mean, honestly, I think that started with the kitchen. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I think it was like last year, 2022. I was the one that was like, you know what? Dishes literally have to be done every single day. And this is just a fact of life. And I am going to make washing the dishes the most comfortable experience. So how can I do that? Because it has to be done every day. And, I think it's and the right way. from that point. From that point, we just don't have a messy kitchen. Like, and I think we were kind of gross before. It was a little gross, and that sucked. I think we were a little gross. The fridge and the kitchen, yeah, it did. Like, are just nice. We're just like always, yeah. They're All always the nice now, always clean for like a year, and it's been nice. Yeah, for like a year. That's awesome. Hell yeah! yeah good yeah, job, Bessie. Look, look at us taking care of our space together. <laughs> <laughs> And motherfuckers only, are like, when y'all having kids? Only never. 15 years. I, can, I just barely learned how to keep my kitchen oh, clean. God, yeah. <laughs> Anywho, mm-hmm. I want to dive into these questions because, because we have quite a few of them. Do you want to offer the first question or me? Yes. I split the questions in half and both of us have half. I so. didn't. This was the first one that didn't set off any alarm bells and I'm, I'm just going to answer it. So I'm not going to editorialize the questions too much. Okay. Also, I think we're going to keep them anonymous. Okay. Just because, I don't know, maybe somebody would have preferred not to. All right. That makes sense. This person asks, what are the most important things that people share in a relationship? Very vague, but I think our answer share. would show show a lot of our ass for the world. <laughs> you try to get me to show my whole ass. Not the whole ass, you? maybe. <laughs> just like a just one just the cheeker or two, maybe. <laughs> just the cheekies. <laughs> oh, shit. Share um, in a relationship. That you share. 
Well, I mean, of course we could give like boring answers like trust. Of oh, course you have to have shared whatever. trust, but that's a stupid answer. Everybody practical knows answers. that. Practical answers. Like practical answers what? only. Well, Chloe doesn't fucking share food. So <laughs> the Taurus said absolutely she's, not. So we know it's she's not She's currently food. making two pots. Um, <laughs> two pots of soup right now. I am. I'm literally making two di- like listen. Okay. Hey, but I'm doing that you as are. a courtesy to you. Not because I don't want Wait, to share. Okay. I would share. You just Scratch don't that. want it. That's, That's a bad, bad example. example. It's off the table. It's off the table. Thank you for doing that, by the way. For me, your picky husband. I'm making chicken noodle soup for myself, but because he doesn't eat chicken and I will, I'm making him vegetable noodle soup on the side. So that's not about not sharing. I would share my delicious chicken noodle soup with <laughs> yes. you. Yes, I'm the asshole. Okay. But I also will count my sushi rolls before I walk away from my plate to go to the bathroom because I think this man is going to steal my <laughs> sushi. I, and I will steal your fries. I won't steal your sushi. Absolutely. Why would I want to steal you? You have. And then I came back and I was like, you ate one of those. And he was like, yeah, I did. But it's not a secret. I'm not stealing. Okay. Maybe that's it too. It's like a what's yours is mine, I think is kind of bullshit. Like, yeah, it is if bullshit. I was like all up in your business, like eating your sushi, you'd get so mad. Like it's an invasion of trust. Oh my God. I'd be pissed. I would be. Yeah. The only time I think I could actually like share share is if it was agreed upon beforehand. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, we're going to get Chinese and it's family style. Like, okay, cool. We're all going to share what we get. My, my. But if I ordered a thing mm. and you ordered a thing, how di- don't ever reach across that table with a fork. I swear to God, I'll stab you. Well, you just got to ask. <laughs> just ask. I agree. You have to ask. So this, well, I've told you what I won't right. share. I'm not really sure. Okay. I'll, as an example, I think you, you do have to share, you do have to share maintenance. Like whatever you do, oh, for whatever sure. you do as a, as a duty, as like a thing that you would prefer not to do. I really do think that's a shared task. Like. Even if it even if it divides up unevenly, like I'm in charge of vacuuming, or like with the Roomba. Well, no, the sofa because I, I <laughs> as much as I wish the the Roomba oh, can okay. crawl okay. over our sofa. Oh, that would be so cool. I'd be Roomba, kind of fucking five thousand when creepy when I think about it. I just think about spider legs. <laughs> Ew. That's my that's my couch Roomba suggestion that no one will buy ever. <laughs> it's like the go-go gadget car oh yeah you know, the car that can like yeah. lift up it's like the gadget okay car. that's a little cuter um but like you know just laundry i feel like i feel like maybe in the past you would have wanted to take care of all of those duties but honestly like if everyone's tired i can't help if everyone's it. tired because I'm everyone like... is working on something you gotta sh- you gotta share those things otherwise like you get resentful. I You're get not resentful. Wrong. And you get resentful. Oh, you know what's funny? We also have this thing. I think I'm the only person that says it, though. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard you say it. But if I, like, am starting to get mad, just, like, the very beginning stages, though, not like I'm already full-blown pissed, mm-hmm. I will tell Andrew, point blank, I'll go, hey, if I have to do blank again without you interceding, I am going to start <laughs> becoming <laughs> resentful. Like... Straight up. I think honesty is important. And if I have to fucking pick up your socks one more time, I'm going to get resentful. <laughs> it's kind of like, but I think that's good knowledge to have. It's it's, it's like, definitely, it helps me make an informed decision about whether or not I want to pick up my socks off the floor. <laughs> like, 
Well, I also think like, you know, sometimes it's okay. It doesn't have to be black and white. It doesn't have to mm. be, oh my God, you can never leave a sock on the floor because Chloe's going to explode. No, yeah. You know, I think, you know, maybe I've done it three or four times and now I'm like, okay, listen. I know buddy. for a fact that there's a lot <laughs> of stuff that you kind of turn a blind eye to. Like, mm. yeah, no, it's maybe it's, it's also sharing that. Um, what would you what would you call that it's like we each grant each other grace when it comes to certain things definitely i don't know share graces is kind of a weird way to put that but i don't know we cut each other some slack in our own things and they're not the same thing i feel like that's what what we're trying to talk about i think is we share nuance that's a good one we share nuance. We share that, you know, it, it, there is nothing. And I think that that just like is a recipe for a healthy relationship is you have to be willing to not make everything black and white. No. And that's something that mm-hmm. both of us, I think, struggle with in different areas. But the more nuance you can have to something on like, oh, you know, maybe normally Chloe does the dishes every night because I, I genuinely enjoy it. I got so good at it that now I just enjoy it's the process. But... Shut up, you. There are going to be like some nights where I'm so exhausted from a full day of creation that I can't even imagine going into the kitchen and doing that task. And, you know, I'll just turn to Andrew and be like, hey, I'm really tired tonight. Do you think you could do it? And he'll just do it. And I think those roles also flip. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, or maybe I think for you, it's cooking. Yes. You will cook, but some nights you are so exhausted, you can't imagine going into the kitchen and cooking and you'll be like, I don't want to cook. And so I'll be like, okay, it's all right. I'm going to cook, you know? My, so I think it's making room for the nuance of us being people. I, that's probably the most important thing that I can think of. Shared, shared, shared (laughs) nuance. (laughs) I love it. That's a great. That was a great That's question. A question. Thank you. Also, like, I don't know. Like, you steal my shirt, so we like share shirts sometimes. That's like, that's it. Yeah, I mean, I think that's like a rule. Yeah, you're though. wearing my Selena shirt right now. Yeah, I actually really <laughs> How dare am. You? <laughs> I've been wearing it for like two days. Oh, <gasps> you piece. <laughs> okay, all right. Bitch. That was kind of a random um, question, and maybe, maybe like, I like. We kind of, we kind of big brained that question a little. We overthought that one, maybe. But I like our answer. I like uh, your answer. I feel like this episode's probably going to be like an hour yeah, and a half yeah. because I feel like the specials with you are always long. <laughs> okay. Um, my question is, someone wrote in and they said, have you grown at different paces and has that ever created conflict? I'm sorry. Can you repeat that question? Have you grown at different paces and has that ever mm. created conflict? <laughs> I think it has. I think it absolutely has. Tell me tell me about okay. it. Okay. I feel like I did have a, a very extended adolescence. Um we both did. She just she tipped her cup to me. Like absolutely. Um I feel like I feel like you you really understood like the duties of what was expected of you like not from not from like your parents or loved ones or even me it was like you know the big authority figures like 
our landlord, the our our bank, oh. our credit card companies. Yes. You really grasped that and just you ran with it. And you were while I definitely was lagging behind my many years. You really were the one who were like, actually, I'm gonna get this I'm gonna get this fucking bag. I'm gonna get this bag. We're gonna be cool. <laughs> like while Leave it to a Taurus though. <laughs> and and Andrew was very comfortable just like working a nine to five for a long time. A really long time. I'd argue I wasn't very comfortable, but I didn't want to make any changes, right? It was comfortable that way. Um, and you really developed be way beyond that, way faster than I did. And that's just one element. It doesn't mean like you as a complete person. It doesn't make me exactly. better. Because we were certainly figuring out in recent years that like there are things that you are catching up to that we didn't even we didn't like pitfalls we didn't even talk about because i don't know we didn't need to talk about it um but yeah i think that that definitely caused some conflict as like an early 20 year old trying to figure out how we were going to like survive and make things work well i also think like money is kind of a tough topic for me because, and I've said this blatantly multiple times, that my parents' biggest thing growing up in, like, the abusive household that I did, their biggest gripe to this day, 50-plus years of marriage, they still shout about Ugh. money in their Tension. house constantly. And I told Andrew that that was the one thing I never wanted to fight about. I was like, listen, I've seen what arguing about money does to families, and I don't ever want that in our relationship. So like money can't, we can't have that basically. If we're, if we have problems with money, we need to not fight because it's not going to get us anywhere. And I don't want to become resentful and angry and bitter like that. And so I think money, I've always had like a lot of fear. I have like a pretty big fear mm -hmm. story around finances. And so I think ultimately that's why I took that mantle so quickly is I thought like this was going to be the way that we would solve that as if like we just had somebody handling it. And what's funny about that is in more like recent history, we've actually flipped the wheel on that. And like Andrew hand handles the finances now. And I think it's actually been really good for my mental health to not have to hold it all the time. Um, but I guess in terms of like growing at different paces and has that created conflict, I'm just thinking about like, is there anything, I mean, this one's kind of stupid, <laughs> but I feel like I have been drinking astrology Kool-Aid my whole life, my whole existence. Even as a kid, I would get the newspaper out, out and like pull the astrology section out because we had horoscopes in our newspaper every single, I want to say it was every day. I don't think it was every week. I think it was every day. And I've always been here for astrology. I don't remember a time in my life where I wasn't. And Andrew was just like not sold on this True. shit. He was just like, nope, that's bullshit. That's And then I think the more I learned and the more I could like reiterate, because I didn't let him stop me. Mm. He wasn't going to tell me that like... I, I'm a Gemini moon. Andrew was never going to stop me from speaking ever. I tell him all the time. Even like... She'll talk the, at great length. We're always TMI, too much context on this podcast. But even like sexually, I'm always like, no, you cannot like take my voice away. You fucking see witch. We are never doing like voice suppression play because I love to talk. Um, 
we're not doing that in this house. But um, I think it's funny that I call you the sea, sea witch, witch, though. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> Ursula, the sea witch. <laughs> Trying to steal take my voice. voice? Uh-uh. You will never take my voice. Um, At great lengths. But I feel like... Want to or not. I don't want to say that it was a big contentious point. It definitely annoyed the shit mm. out of me. But I didn't let that stop me. I would still just, like, quote the planets at you anyway. And right, and I, I may have found that annoying because I felt like, definitely at first, before I before I knew a bit more and maybe was a lot more spiritual, um, it, it felt like I was being assigned roles that I felt like uh. just didn't apply to me. And it's like, well, okay, whatever. But... There's a lot more nuance. There's a lot more nuance to astrology than, Absolutely. than I think everyone gives credit, unless you know more, like you're an actual astrologer. I agree. This is why I don't like CoStar. If y'all are using that damn app, you better delete CoStar. it. Not aware. <laughs> CoStar, they, it might be better now, but when that app first came out, it's not made it's, by intentional astrologers. Shit. They're just spewing, they're spewing a bunch of nonsense. <laughs> gotcha. Use time passages, use... Um, Time passages is a good one, and the pattern. The pattern you is like a good one. one. Do not use CoStar. Delete that app. <laughs> From an astrologer, you heard it here first. <clears throat> CoStar. Anyways, you, I think that kind of sums up the question. If you'd I, like I, to sign up, if you'd like to sponsor this podcast, let me know. Send me don't. an email. To <laughs> <your address. laughs> no, no. Um, I I feel like we don't have any like hard hitters because. Andrew and I have always let the other person grow. Like, and we've also always kind of caught up. Like when another person advances, the other person is pretty quick to turn around and catch up. Even when like I got into witchcraft, I don't even know how that happened or why that happened. But like Andrew just, yeah, he just was like, oh yeah, I'm a witch too. I was like, what? (laughs) By this definition, I am a witch too. And I liked it. Totally. I think. Oh, bitch. Me and hey, you, 220, 220 years. years. Yeah. <laughs> Chloe Taylor, 200 years. 200 years, <laughs> Chloe Taylor. Um, Fucking yes, adding each other yeah, into the grave. I the can't only wait. time that that has sucked is when it wasn't, it wasn't like attempting to grow. It was being kind of restrictive even. I can't, th- totally. I can't think of an unfavorable point of view from my end, unfortunately. No, I can. Like, when, at least at the very beginning, or shortly after the beginning, um, for context for Chloe, it was the basement. The basement apartment. Uh... Yeah. It was like, I, I, because I was looking for stability, I wanted you to be restrictive, and I wanted you to just, like, you know, get into, like, a normal-ass workforce. And Chloe said, absolutely not. And it was the same when, like, at the very, very beginning, um, it it would have, like, it would have caused less conflict if I had um, decided to be, like, a part of the church more. Oh, for sure. I'm so glad you didn't. I feel like I would have stuck around and it would have, ugh, yeah. no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry if you're Mormon and you like my podcast. I don't know why. I have a, <laughs> number another, one. We have another question regarding but, that, technically. Like, but 
Okay, we'll save that. We'll save that conversation then. Actually, it's oh, your turn. So it is. Um, let me see then. Ugh. Just let me see the picture. Ah. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> um, that was actually um, this same person asked how we got into witchcraft, which I feel like we've talked a lot about. But we we love we love a good yarn. But this uh, we love this it. other question was directed to you, Chloe. Did you ever try to convert me to being Mormon? Uh-huh. Damn, I knew you were going to pick that question as one of them. No, it's okay. I don't have any shame. Yeah, I, yeah, I I've agree. talked extensively about like what an asshole I used to be, and I honestly think that you know I can. I can only move forward and do the best that I can now with the knowledge that I have now. I didn't know better, but now I do. Um, when I didn't know better, I feel like I tried to convert any boy because I definitely always chose male presenting partners, even though where I am now, I consider myself more bisexual and possibly even pansexual. But actually, I really feel like I need to just call it what it is. I feel like I'm pansexual. I don't actually care like how somebody presents because I feel like, isn't that the difference between bisexual is just like you're into men and women. Mm. Pansexuality is like pansexual is where it's like, you don't care. If you're not trans, into the binary. You don't care. Yeah. Like I don't, I genuinely don't care. You would be fine care. with a non-binary partner who identifies Absolutely. as a, a yet to undefined yeah. gender. So I really feel like I need to just start using that because I do think that I'm pansexual. Anyways, that's beside the point. Um, I do feel like I did choose a lot of male presenting people though um, back then when I didn't know better and didn't know myself fully. Uh, Every boy that I ever brought home, I was trying to convert because fucking cancer venuses. Let me just tell you something about us. We are the best to take home to mom. Except for your mom, for whatever reason. It was complicated. Um, your mom loves me oh, now, though, oh, so it's yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. And she might have loved me then, but it was different. And me and her have talked about it extensively. We actually have a great relationship. Uh, I honestly, I really enjoy my mother-in-law's company, like, so much. It's weird to me when I, like, post things on my Instagram stories and people are like, oh, no, your mother-in-law's in town. I'm like, why would you say that? Like, <laughs> when have I ever made, it's, like, it's a boomer joke. It's other people, it's people it's people projecting their relationships onto mine, but no, my mother-in-law's cool as hell. But, um, I feel like I was always trying to convert people because like I said, the thing with cancer Venus is they're always dating to marry always. Like it's, that is so common amongst cancer (laughs) Venuses. They are the person you take home to mom because in traditional quote unquote, which I know we're breaking the mold a lot in society now, which is fantastic. But I feel like traditionally, Cancer Venus is the traditional mother archetype. Like they are the person that you build the family with because they want to create a nurturing home space. And truly, even the first time I dated somebody, I was dating to marry that person at like 15 years old. I always knew that I was not going to be somebody that dated a lot of people. And I was always trying to lock it down. So I was always trying to convert (laughs) somebody if they were not already converted. And I don't think I really tried to convert Andrew super hard. You could have tried harder. I don't like I, I could have definitely tried harder, (laughs) but I don't. I don't feel like I ever, like, I might have taken you to, like, church dances, and I would bring you to church if you would come on Sundays, but honestly, no. Mm. 
No. Like, I remember distinctly, I think I remember when I gave up on that. Huh. And it was, we were actually walking around the temple at my hometown. And this place brought me so much peace. And I think it still does. I think it's a beautiful, like, the Mormons, they know what's up with architecture. Like, they just do. They make beautiful buildings. The, the Salt Lake Temple is, um, a, is a Oh my God, the Salt Lake Temple behold. is gorgeous. And so is the San Diego Temple. Um, They're all beautiful. Absolutely. And the Long Beach one. I've never seen and, or it's oh. Newport, not Long Beach. Newport is like kind of pink. It's beautiful. Not the Provo Temple. Uh, no, the, mid, <laughs> the Provo Temple mid, needs help. Mid the Provo AF, Temple needs Jesus. Three out of ten. <laughs> mid, <laughs> mid. <laughs> Anyways, I remember walking around these temple grounds with you and I was, I kept asking you, like, can't you feel that? Can't you feel like the peace that this, like, it just, it just is. And it was something that only could bring me peace on my path because that was the spirituality I was mm-hmm. into. And it's the same way that like a diehard, like born again, probably wouldn't feel much going to like a Buddhist temple. Like it just wouldn't be there for them. And I feel like for me, you were like, Chloe, I don't feel anything. And I was like, really? Like, can you just like close your, do you remember this? Kind of, Maybe. I was like, can you just, I was like, just close your eyes, like take a deep breath. And you were just like, Chloe, I don't feel anything. And I think that was the moment that I was like, man, this guy <laughs> is never going to be into it. And I was like 15, like 16, 17, lies. I was 17. And that was the moment that I was like, I don't think this guy is ever going to get it. If you can't get it at the temple with this like <laughs> girl that was super into it, he's never going to get it. And I think that was really, that was the end of it. I don't think I ever really tried as hard. No, yeah. And it still took me many years to come out of the Mormon funk myself and like rediscover myself. And I don't know why you had the patience of a saint. Mm. Well, I, I saw the kind of, I saw the kind of effect that I had on you when I was super negative and like super critical about like any religion not just the mormon church um and so yeah like um i may have i may have felt some friction and maybe around the people who i was actually interested in being friends with like your mom or your dad or your friends like something about it i did feel i did feel i felt more pressure from them at the end than from you hmm. and then everyone really did they say shit to you off punch say uh no but it's like you would you would remark secondhand about them joking about getting me baptized and oh and so course. like i would i would hear that and kind of filter that because you you really weren't doing that you weren't you weren't being making unsubtle like jokes or remarks anymore, and I actually don't know if, honestly I got handed to you. That was that's probably really cool. <laughs> I probably would have been much more of an asshole if you hadn't stopped. But also, then I was kind of allowed to find my own way too. You know what's funny? I feel like, and I don't think we've ever talked about it like this. You're getting it here live, Ooh. or post life yeah (laughs) but i feel like you really brought the like psychological logical perspective to my life that i did not have 
And I feel like I really was the fucking bringer of spirituality that you did mm-hmm. not have. And not in like a you're going to convert to Mormonism where I'm only going to believe in science. I think we found a way to like marry the two of them. And I say that because I was just telling my sister Carly this story over the weekend that I was like, you know, I realized that I loved Andrew when we were in my hometown at the movies and he, I was probably talking up a storm because that's what I do the best. (laughs) And he fucking shushed me, not aggressively, (laughs) very sweetly. He shushed me and he told me just to listen. And just to like, listen to all the other conversations that were going on in the room, just like the hum of life, the shit can make me cry if I like talk about it too Mm -hmm. hard. Like it just, I had never had anybody like, just point something so obvious out to me. Like, I feel like I was living in like my ego in my own bubble, all of my life up to that point. And you just brought this like perspective of expansion that I just did not have. That's really sweet. And it blew my fucking mind. It fucking rocked my world, (laughs) dude. And it just, yeah, it just fucking blew my mind. So I don't, I don't know. Andrew was like the expander that I needed. And I feel like because he let me expand, I didn't have a problem letting him do it too. Yeah. And you really, you really helped me like really gaze inward. Like, there was no, there was no conversion really required. I feel like we, we've both, we've both found our thing. And that's nice. Yeah. 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 Look at that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, look at, look you. at that. Ooh, it's two, oh, two, two. Yes. Yes, it is. Oh right. yeah. Did you have another question? Uh, of course oh, I yeah. do. Um, <laughs> have either of you ever had a pet peeve for the other? Have they ever changed, improved, or gone? So, like, is there some shit that we do that yes. annoys the shit out of the Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. You, you get into, like, a cleaning frenzy where it doesn't matter what it is or where it normally goes. This thing's going wherever you have room for it. <laughs> if you put good luck, if, you know, random example... Although sometimes, sometimes a little, I'm a, I'm mean to you about this, where it's like, what'd you do with this? Like the blender balls. Where are the blender balls, Chloe? What did you put in them? Why do you think I lost them? Because you probably like tornadoed them up somewhere, somewhere else. And yeah, he he calls it my when I tornado. Yeah, and it's just like something that like you expect to be here is now gone, and who knows where it is? Because Chloe, hey Chloe, where'd this go? And she's like. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I put it away. I was like, where? And she's like, I don't remember. Listen, it's like ADHD doom piles are a thing. And I'm just like, <laughs> if you had like put it in a big pile at the foot of my bed, I would have liked that more. <laughs> <laughs> you would like your own personal ADHD doom I'm a, I was pile. the only child. <laughs> I'm no the one, of Everyone, the only thing they ever told me was like, pick up. Well, they, well, okay. My mom would say, "Pick up your shit." I was like, "Nah, I know for a fact your mom pick told up your me shit. To pick up your shit." Pick up your sh- she wouldn't pick it. up your shit, and like, I, everything I everything I left out, I knew where it was, and so I could put it back where it was, and so like, and honestly, it's like, this woman is cleaning my house. Like, I don't. It's it's wrought with emotions, but yeah, that's my pet peeve. <laughs> Like, I feel like I can't be ungrateful because you are cleaning. You are picking up, but goddamn, where are the blender balls, Chloe? Sorry. 
I've also like totally thrown things in the <laughs> trash because I'm moving so it's fast true. that I've been like, oh shit, where did that go? And I found like really important things in the trash. I've been like, oops. Like I just had like a handful of things and there happened to be a phone in that pile. Whoops. <laughs> the phone is now in the garbage. I've definitely put my phone in the trash before. Uh, but <laughs> what, what, what you got? What you got for me? What's your pet peeve? Um, Honestly, mine is much smaller and it's something that still exists. Mm-hmm. And I don't think we found a solution. Andrew is just a fucking wiggly ass motherfucker. Oh no. Oh, oh no. my god. He is always tapping his feet, wiggling his legs, and I'm just like, can you fucking stop making the bed be an earthquake right mm. now? Like, can you stop? <laughs> can you please stop? And it's worse if I'm like trying to focus. I'm doing but, it now. Like, especially if I'm like reading tarot cards or if I'm like trying to write heaven forbid um it's way more annoying but i don't know i don't think we've really found a way out of that one either you stop or i just get over it i uh, that one is rough because it is disruptive (laughs) you'll be like you'll be like hey (laughs) i just realized that i am shaking (laughs) i'm like the my leg is tapping on the couch and like we are moving. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, because I get plenty of time. I get plenty of opportunities to do it when we're not in immediate proximity. Like I was, I was just saying, Toast. I'm doing it now. You can't see. We can see each other, but y'all can't see us. Um, yeah. And I don't know, just fidget things. But I don't, I don't really fidget with my hands. I fidget with my legs. And so, yeah, I got the, I got the restless leg syndrome, Chloe. They're gonna oh, take me no. away, dude. Don't make fun no. of people. Some people, I know. Really have I, I think for restless leg syndrome, I think it's involuntary at that point. But mine's definitely ah. voluntary until I forget that I'm doing it. Um, All right, you got a question? Oh, yes, yes, I do. Um. Do you two like to perform tarot readings together? Um, honestly, honestly, no. unfortunately, I'm gonna say no. Yeah, no. Sometimes Andrew will bring out the runes, though, and I think that's really cool to do like tarot and runes. Or if we're like, if we're reading cards for the other person, I feel like it's kind of a together project because both of us will see things the other person doesn't see. Like, if I'm reading for you, you'll see things that I don't see. And so sometimes it's collective, but really it's only when it's for each other. I don't think we've ever tried to do a collective thing. I don't think we've ever tried either. Maybe, ooh, YouTube video idea. Hey, hey collective tarot reading, actually. That could I've be fun. People would probably really enjoy never that. never considered that. It would be really cool if we did it blind. Meaning, huh. I, that's actually such a good huh. idea. You heard it here first. We should like, I should like film the pile, but leave the cards oh. out and you come in with your runes and try to like see what you see for that person. And it's like oh, no. collective. I feel so, I'd be so embarrassed. That would be, and we could do it in the reverse mm-hmm. too, though. Like you could start with runes and then I could bring in cards. It would be more funny. It, it could be very funny if it like doesn't match <laughs> up. Yeah. But it would be really cool if it did match up. And it was like, whoa, look at these two motherfucking diviners being That's cool. That's true. And I I think with our with our good fortune, I feel like we, we might pick up on the same things. 
That's interesting. Totally. We probably would. It would probably end up being more cool than funny. I could also see us just taking turns pulling cards, like one or two cards at a time, and just... I mean, I think it would be an exercise, but just oh, just sure. staying open, like us sitting right next to each other, just expressing what the cards are telling us. We should do that. Like wow. this week is Valentine's Day. We should make okay. it happen. Holy shit. That's a good idea. That could be Tuesday's I, video. Yeah. It's coming out tomorrow, <laughs> y'all. <laughs> For y'all, it would be tomorrow. Um, we'll try. We'll try to make it happen. I think that's actually a good idea. And I've never seen, I've seen friends do it. Like I've seen other people in the community Mm -hmm. do it together, but I've never seen a couple sit and try to do that. Do you think, um, do you think we can read with my, my Night Vale deck? I feel like we would just both bring a deck and we just pull like side by side with our own decks and like try to probably go threads of fate then. I like threads of fate. I think your decks are cool. They've seen Threads of Fate. Bring something new. Bring something new to the arena. Um, so yeah, to answer your question, I would say yes. We read for each other. But probably not as much as people would mm. think. Um, okay. My question is, somebody said, thoughts on the Hallmark holiday? They want to hear about what we think of Valentine's Day. Um. Well... I used to be a lot more pessimistic about it. Uh, same with Christmas and Easter and New Year's. Basically, every every celebration, I used to get kind of a little pissy about. Just because I didn't want other people to define how I should celebrate a day. Just period. Um, but you know what? If it if it if it brings you joy, I don't I don't care. I couldn't care less. Like if what you love to do is deck yourself out in reds and pinks and like be the Valentine and like just like be with a partner, regardless of who that is, and just like Valentine's Day is really important to you if you're in a relationship or when you're not in a relationship. Yeah. And like of course of course they're going to capitalize on emotions like that or try to. Of course. And honestly, um maybe this is maybe this isn't right. Maybe this is like too off kilter. But I think personally if you don't have like they can't they can't do anything to you they don't have leverage unless it's right unless like they got you you're actually envious of people who are in a relationship and you don't want to be by yourself you are alone and you allow this brand basically or like the conglomeration of brands to tell you that you shouldn't be alone that you should be with another person that you're incomplete somehow. I think, I think that sucks. We shouldn't have a system in place to try to leverage people's like worst emotions, like totally. envy and loneliness. Like we shouldn't be trying to take advantage of that. Um, so that should go away. But 
if people think it's fun it is it is fun <laughs> and that's like that's just the the long and short of it unfortunately it is fun to celebrate with with people but it's in the celebration that's beautiful not totally I feel like y'all already know what the fuck I'm going to say because I don't shut up about this. You've, if Unless you're like new here. Hi. Is it your first Hi. day? Are you new? Hi. Welcome. Um, I'm about to blow you out of the water. I fucking love Valentine's Day and I'm going to tell you why. I love Valentine's Day. I loved it when I was single. I loved it when I was in a relationship. That never wavered for me. Ever. Even as a kid, it didn't matter. Valentine's Day. And I honestly think... It was going through my first breakup that changed that for me because I used to be that person that was like, oh, like it would be nice to be in a relationship, of course. But I think going through my first breakup really shifted my perspective because honestly, fucking A, thank you to Ryan Evans. And I will name him. I don't think he listens to my podcast, but if he did, fucking thank you. Because I feel like that relationship was really the relationship that made me learn to appreciate myself more, even at that age. Like, I really understood my own worth for the time, which of course is different now. But I, it it didn't, it doesn't matter. Like, Again, kind of like with what Andrew was saying, you don't let some like conglomerate tell you how to fucking feel. If it's Valentine's Day and you're single, get yourself the nicest fucking bottle of champagne or a nice LaCroix, whatever you're drinking, and buy the expensive chocolate, buy yourself a fucking lobster dinner, whatever is going to make you feel bougie, get the new fucking pajama set, put on your favorite chick flicks or your favorite fucking murder mystery, whatever you want. And celebrate your goddamn self. Like, you get to decide what this holiday means for you. And I think that's what makes me so pissed, is when I hear people being shitty about it, it's like, oh, I'm either, oh, I'm sad and I'm single, or it's, oh, but it's just for the conglomerate. Nah. Everything's fucking adorable. It's heart-shaped. It's pink and red. They give us, they give us gold, and people choose to see shit. And it really grinds my motherfucking gears make it a day for you and if it's i'm not done and if it's for you and your bae it doesn't mean like oh they better spoil me and if they don't that means they're a bad person nah you can come together and both do nice things for each other and it's also not about the day like i have a third point i'm Mm -hmm. sorry It's not just about this day either. It's celebrating that person all the time. But today we can make it a little extra special. And when it comes to love, I think the same way about Christmas and New Year's as a witch, because I don't celebrate those things for Christ or for like new beginnings. I think about the energy that is around me in my town, in my city, in my state. Are people celebrating? Is that energy floating around me? And if it is, I mean, depending on where you are, people are going to be celebrating different things. Like if you're in China for Lunar New Year, right? That's Mm -hmm. Chinese holiday for Lunar New Year. Fucking celebrate Lunar New Year. That's the energy that's around you. So on Valentine's Day, if you've got all these cute ass little couples go into all these cute ass restaurants and you're single, that's okay. You can still ruminate in the love that surrounds you, whether it's with your mom, your dad, your brother, your sister, your fucking coworkers, it doesn't matter. And I will get off my soapbox now, but make the holiday about yourself. It's not, don't let 
people tell you what this day is. Make it for you and what is important to you. Really quick. I really actually really appreciate that last point, especially about like <laughs> the energy that is around you in your town, in your communities. But I think I think what's funny is um, we were raised we were raised on on TV and advertising. So we had advertising causes me therapy, therapy, advertising causes me therapy. System of a down. Anyway, um, really quick. <laughs> Really quick. Um, we didn't really have good models for this celebrating. No. So what we we got what we got. But what? Actually, my dad always got my mom flowers and no, took her out. No, to no, dinner, no. It's so. more like, well, okay, yeah. But like, it wasn't but, bad. I didn't receive a bad isn't model. That just like expectation <laughs> thing isn't like. I mean, it's kind of shitty that they would yell at each other every other day of the year. And like, just because it's Valentine's Day, here you get flowers, a card, and oh, some dinner. Like, yeah, that we're is We're vacation shit. friends. We're friends when we're on vacation. Yeah. <laughs> like, so yeah, that All is right. shit. You're right. <laughs> However, um, when when we both started getting into Wicca and into paganism, we have a new model for us. And it's here, at least here in the Northern Hemisphere, it's the the shifting of the earth and the tilting of the sun it's like oh for sure now we have a model like midwinter yeah don't celebrate just because it's valentine's day like we we just we just passed um um what no no not belting belting is coming up uh Um, well that's right thank you thank you very much um yeah we just we just celebrated in bulk and like we're celebrate because you have something to look forward to in the spring. Like feel the energy of spring is expanding now. It's just underneath the surface. It's gonna be here soon. And doesn't that feel exciting? Like you know, right? you might wanna you <laughs> might wanna like snuggle up with someone. You might wanna make a little babies. Like you know, that's that's what you want to. That's <laughs> no, what you want to do. Absolutely not. Andrew. The desire. <laughs> Might still be there. Resist the urge, however. I implore you. Resist the urge. <laughs> in, in this economy? economy oh no. On this? In this economy? In oh this no. universe? Maybe not. Uh-uh. Ooh, that was a... Okay. <laughs> on this planet? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm sorry, y'all. I don't no, actually we... feel that way. I think Earth actually has so many redeeming qualities, and I think the media would have us believe, and I'm not trying to sound like a conspiracy theorist either, but I feel like the media really would have us believe that the planet is shit and there's nothing good about it, and I actually really don't feel I that think, way. Uh, I'm just being silly. I, I think we truly have the power to govern our civilization, and so it's not hopeless. It's never hopeless. It's never. not hopeless. It's never hopeless. Anyway, uh, all that said, that's it. It's like we have we have a better model for what these hallmark celebrations should be it's a it's a relightening of this and that's what uh, that's what valentine's yeah, day fills me with i agree this, this relightening of my world bitch we haven't even talked about what we're gonna do oh we have we have some ideas yeah, we have, we do. Ideas. We have some ideas, but I feel like it's gonna I be know. crowded if we go anywhere. Yes. Like we should maybe just consider cooking at home. We I like that though. We could also go out the day after. True. Even though I like, I know it's not the same, but anyways, we could discuss that later. Mm. So I guess like 
to answer your question, obviously we have a, I have a lot of colorful feelings about the Hallmark holiday and it really gets me angry when I hear people talk shit. <clears throat> Cause I love, I genuinely love Valentine's day. It is one of my favorite holidays of the year. And I, it's cause I love hearts and I love pink and I love red. It's it could, it can be too. that easy. It can, it can be, it can that, be that easy. easy. Like, it oh, can just be like, bitch, I love the colors and I love the shapes. Cute. The end. Love it. Shit's cute. Love it. Um, I have another question. <laughs> okay. Would you like a question? All right, go ahead. Uh, any tips on protecting my energy living in a state that isn't exactly home in sparkles? Oh. Well, I feel like we know a lot mm-hmm. about that because mm-hmm. we both lived in Utah for about 12 years. And we always knew, at least I did. You did too, right? We knew that that wasn't home. I did. Uh, home is kind of foggy for me, in general. I have I have discovered oh, that okay. home is can be a lot of things for me. But I agree. There was this large period where Utah was not my home. Like, well, I feel like even when I moved there, maybe in the very beginning, like in the very early stages, I thought it could be my forever. Mm-hmm. But I feel like within the first year of living there in like 2010, I realized that this was not where I wanted to live the rest of my life. And even though it's beautiful and I experienced a lot of cool shit, honestly, Washington always was on my list of like forever home. But it wasn't. Um, Washington always made my top tier Hmm. list. But Washington wasn't necessarily immediately your home, right? no no oh you're right i didn't even think about that part andrew um so we moved during a saturn retrograde and a mercury retrograde conjunct i think they were conjunct actually and actually i'm not 100 percent on the conjunction it they might have been but i know they were both retrograde and during a mercury retrograde is already like issues which they can like be overlooked but when it's saturn retrograde ooh, ouchie um, and I was told that too, and still chose to fucking do it anyway. <laughs> um, I don't. I don't regret it. Zero regrets. No. Zero no regrets. regrets. No regrets. But I think things could have been a little smoother if we'd waited. Um, but I feel like I just spent the last like two years of my life not feeling at home in my body, in my mind, in my physical location, and. I feel like when it comes to like magical workings, obviously protection is always going to be really important. I don't like to give away a lot of protection magic because unfortunately it's not like a, I can't tell you this because it's a secret. It's I put myself in danger by literally telling anybody who wishes to do me harm exactly how I've protected myself. It's just not, it's, it's just bad practice to tell somebody, anybody that wishes to do me harm, how I've, cause it gives them access to being able to get through the barriers. So I can't give you like exact, but I do feel like when you're not necessarily feeling at home, number one, this might not even seem magical to you, but I think making a section of your home, your home is very, very, very important. Whether you just take one room, whether you have the whole house, but taking a section of that home. For me, honestly, Andrew, I think in our apartment, it was the fucking balcony. It's like... Um, <laughs> I didn't even want to be in the house. It's like it's like grounding, but yeah. different. It's like you're taking some, some part 
and you're focusing that energy there on the balcony or for me it was definitely my my office space where i was like that was totally. that was big for me and that was big for you too just just knowing and it's not like you spent every day on the balcony but knowing no. that there was a space where you could go to that was different Absolutely. Especially if you're in a home environment where maybe there isn't a lot of support for your spiritual path as well. Like if let's say you're a broom closeted witch or you're living at home with family, I think it's really important. Even if you just have like a corner of your closet that you can like sit in and you keep your fucking crystals and your incense in there that I know it doesn't sound mm -hmm. great, but I think that can make a difference if, having a section for and you. And if you don't have even, even a corner, like, I think I think it's you think you got to get out of there. However, however yeah, you can. Yeah, you don't have a corner, you got to get out of there. That got to be but that's got to be plan number 1. Rough. And I mean, gosh, I think you and I wrote the book on that because we lived in my parents' house which was horribly uncomfortable when we were married that Andrew and I at one point $600 to our name, car full of our things, took We're off. Just like, and you, we, gotta go. we fucking rebuilt our life from that. And yes, it was scary. And yes, it was a risk, but I don't regret it. You know, I think that we think that we have to have every single step figured out in front of us before we can make those changes. And frankly, sometimes you just have to jump and you have to wait for the safety net to appear. I think... And I don't know how we got on this topic when you were asking for like protection magic, but here we are. Yeah, I think it was about protecting your energy too. And I think that still applies. I think, uh, you know, having, having a space that truly, even if other people have access to is secret for me, it's about keeping the mystery. It's about like, no one else knows about this because this is my space where like, I can set an altar and you could use it as an altar space or you can use it just like I'm going to keep this space. This space is organized the way that I'm organizing it and nobody else is going to come in and touch it and move it. No one else is going to bring their totally. energy into my situation. Um, however, I also think it's a good idea to do that outside as well. Find a space or a set of places outside that also mirror this in some way. Where like, oh, this this walk between my house and this place, or you know, this stretch, this park, like this is the place. Like, get familiar, get familiar with totally that one place. And I'm not saying like become a regular at a coffee shop. You could become a regular at a coffee shop. Goodness Absolutely. knows that there are enough here in Washington, but the and honestly probably time time it's not going to happen overnight like wasn't wasn't um getting used to driving around in washington wasn't that like a oh, really important yes. for you to like protect your energy absolutely when i when i first moved here i told my husband that Me. my husband like you're not sitting Hi. right here i told andrew that it was, you know, we'd just gotten a new car as well. And I told him, if I don't drive and you just do all the driving, I will build a life where I am afraid. Mm -hmm. And I, I have to drive. 
And even though it scares me and I don't like it and I'm in unfamiliar territory, I have to do it anyways. And I still don't really love to drive. It's not my favorite fucking activity, but I can do it. Mm -hmm. It's not like I'm going to have a panic attack if I'm behind the driver's seat where I think it could have, it could have gotten to that point if I had not insisted. Also, I love driving that car. I really do. Like, I don't love to drive, but I love driving that car. car. It's a good car. So yeah, that's. Anyways, I hope that answers your question. I, I think so. There are there are multiple avenues for protecting. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, I really liked this question. Uh, someone said, "How do you get over? How do you get over creative fights with editing?" Ooh, Ooh. that's a good, good. <laughs> that's a question. fucking loaded question. It is a loaded question. Absolutely. <laughs> so first of all, if y'all didn't know. Andrew is the editor for everything Chloe Taylor. Technically, usually I do the podcast. I think he's going to edit this one, but usually I edit the podcast and that's like the only editing that I do. Andrew does. He didn't used to. It used to be all me, but Mm -hmm. for almost a year now. Wow. Wow. Almost a year. It'll be a year in April. Congratulations, baby. I got to get you a fucking bonus. Hey, thank you. Um, But yeah, for almost a year. He has been doing, he fully took over the editing. He does all like the relationship managing. Andrew actually does a lot, like a lot for like, I say Chloe Taylor, even though that is my name, but like for the brand, Chloe Taylor, Andrew does a lot. The brand relationship manager for um, Chloe and Chloe Taylor. He's the brand, yep. He's the brand relationship manager. He just, he is my fucking right hand man, truly. And, um, I just feel like that is a very loaded question, but I thought it was an interesting one to answer. So it is. How do we get over creative fights when editing? I feel like we've gotten better about it now, but yes. in the beginning it was fucking rough. <laughs> it's 100% being open to criticism. Okay. For, well, you. My, for me, <laughs> it's, it's being open to criticism because sometimes it's like, this isn't an argument. This isn't a discussion. It's just coping now with the changes that need to be made. It's Chloe Taylor doesn't like being presented like this, and you need to do it this way. Precisely. And, like, like I should mention this, too. For how, um, how much I maybe have tried, I, I can't see you as a boss. I can't see you as my boss. <laughs> <laughs> i laugh because i think i am i see myself as his boss no problem right and so and i also mean that in no way to disrespect no of course like, not um if anything if anything i have disrespected my former previous bosses way more <laughs> <laughs> than, than i ever have doing doing the tasks assigned to me um so yeah, it's, uh, I think you have also really stepped up in not taking anything that I do for granted. Of course. And you have really, like, it's not even necessarily praise. Praise is nice. Praise is always nice. Um <laughs> But it's that. It's just um, I receive more recognition for doing things, I guess, not not even correctly, but just just 
making sure things look good and are effortful. And my goal is to just commit effort to everything that we do. Hell yeah. So, yeah, when it when it comes down to like creative editing decisions, I have this terrible habit and I do recognize it as being a bad habit. But I don't want to go off examples. I don't want to take examples. I don't want to go off a template of an idea because I think it and I'm huge quotes. It limits my potential creative endeavors, <laughs> but no, that's not that's not the case. Like like you come I feel to... like you also had to learn. Like hmm. in the beginning it was all just like kind of testing things out, but I feel like you also had to learn my aesthetic. And cause I'll tell For I sure. have me and Andrew are very honest with the I hope this is both ways. I'm I not so. I can't I don't want to speak for you, but I feel like I am very honest with Andrew, like almost brutally honest. I don't I'm not scared of mm-hmm. his reaction. I don't feel like I have to like people please my way into making him understand. And I'll tell him if I don't like something or if I, I think something not. looks sloppy or I feel like this just didn't hit the way I thought it would or how it could be improved. I honestly think this is what makes us work really well together is I have no problem being honest with you where having like a friend or somebody else work for me is a lot harder because I'm more likely to like not be as honest because mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like between me and you, it would take a lot to break our relationship where sometimes with a stranger, you don't know. And not that I'm being like a hard ass or being disrespectful, but I don't know. I think I'm a lot more afraid of telling a stranger what I think about something versus talking to you about it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But I do think in the beginning, man, I always like to use that, that phrase of, or that idea, that analogy of couples are like two fucking jagged ass rocks thrown into a bag. And at first you're going to be knocking edges really hard, Mm -hmm. but eventually the rocks smooth each other over. And it was, it's just a new avenue. (laughs) It was completely new. We've never, we've never have collaborated in that way. And It's weird that we did just kind of, it's that because it's us, of course, because it's us, we just jumped into it. We jumped course, into it. That's how we are. We waited we, for the net to catch us. We were like, oh, we're going to try it out. We're going to do it for like, we're going to try it out for three months. We're going to see how it goes. Nah, almost immediately we went full tilt into it. And it's like, yep. okay, here it is without really knowing what we were getting into. Like... Andrew wasn't even supposed to leave his job until like May or June. Yeah. And he left in April because we were just like, nope, fuck it. Bye. <laughs> you know right. what though? Some I feel like we are the kings, the king and queen of taking the training wheels off before we're ready. <laughs> <laughs> the ground is an excellent teacher. Yes, it really is. No, I hate to and say I that. feel like without like, I mean, I'm not really shy about talking about anything, but I do feel like, in the beginning, there was a lot more fighting, more mm-hmm. fighting than we were ever used to. Like our relationship has been extremely harmonious for fi- literally for 15 years. Like <laughs> yes. we have been very, very harmonious for like 15 years. And this last year, I feel like really tested the both of us. 
I think so. Like just colliding more than ever before. And I think it's because there's just more things that we have to collaborate on than before. And you still like where, where before you were the one, you were the only one who could disappoint yourself when it came to scheduling, when it came to creative endeavors, when it came to making a good thing, like a good Mm -hmm. video, you were the only one in charge. You were the only one in charge, so you were the only one who could disappoint you. And so extending that onto somebody else, and not just anybody else, but me. Right, my partner. (laughs) (laughs) Now suddenly, I could disappoint you in a whole new myriad ways. (laughs) Yes, and and I have been disappointed, let me tell you. (laughs) Fucking just this week, I got disappointed. Oh, well, yes, that's true. Thrown, un- time. I'm throwing you right under that bus. Time? Just like Regina George. <laughs> Timetables. <laughs> Fuck you for not laughing at my Are difficult. Joke. No, it's just. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you're not wrong. Time management. Yeah. There was a video that was just supposed to go out earlier than it did while crunching. I was gone. And crunch isn't good. Don't crunch. No, yet, crunching we, is not good. We had We have adequate time, but I would like to think. I'd like to think. That even with those issues, things have improved. Like, I agree. I think we've gotten better. At negotiating expectations. And it's that. And you were, I think, right on the money previously, too. It's about expectations. Yes. Like, you expect this thing to... And left to your own devices, you would have you would have made it. Yes. You might have been dead tired. I might have been dead tired by the time I was done, but I would have made it. And I feel like that is the difference though, is Andrew I say this all the time that like I get scared to have anybody on, like a team, mm. because this is my baby. Nobody else is ever gonna care the way that I care about what I'm making. And because you can't make somebody else care about your project the way that you care about it. Like, it's like trying to expect somebody to care about your baby the way that you care about your own child. And mm-hmm. it's, frankly, it's just never going to happen. And I do think you care. You have a special level of caring because you're in it with me. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I, I think that that it's, it's i don't even know what my point was to bringing that up but it's scary <laughs> to to hear it and to interpret it um tell me if tell me if it's wrong but it um what you're saying is you don't want you don't want someone being blase you don't want someone taking this thing that you worked so hard and just just giving it like their 30% energy yes that would because it destroy needs more me. attention yeah exactly even if it was me you would you would have like no no more this isn't working yep nope i, I don't want your 30 percent. i want people that are also 110 fucking percent committed mm, to making sure that this that. baby is cared for 90 percent. <laughs> anyways <laughs> my point to that was uh, i guess is that like mm-hmm. As you were saying, I am the kind of person that will drill myself into the ground. I will give 110 when we both know that I need to give 90 or even 80 sometimes. And I honestly think the introduction of you onto the team has really helped me with that. I'm not giving 110 all the time. But Uh, that's good. It's also it's hard to let go. 
It's so like, I guess with that question, like, how do we deal with the creative difference? I don't, I mean, Andrew, honestly, I think has just gotten better about hearing criticism. And I also think we've come up with templates that are more understandable. Like I said, in the beginning, it was really hard, Mm. harder than I think either of us could have ever anticipated. I would have never seen that coming. That's cool. I like that. I would have never seen that coming. My my work um, my work ethic is not one of self sacrifice, ever. No, Andrew will Andrew will never self sacrifice. He is fucking Capricorns. This is why I will fight until the day I die that Jesus is not a fucking Capricorn. <laughs> even though there are some strong arguments uh, for it, uh-huh. he no. I'm sorry, Jesus was never going to be a Capricorn. Ain't no Capricorn dying for everybody else. He was a Pisces. <laughs> self sacrifice is not my personal philosophy. Um, however, I have had to walk back a lot of that because a lot of it was needless. Like, no, adding an extra routine to your workday. No, working, like, going just that little bit extra isn't totally wrecking my day. It isn't destroying my way of life, which is very comfy. I live a very very comfy life. Thank you very much, everyone. Um... (laughs) How come I, I don't feel like I live a comfy life? It's because I'm stressing a, too much personal, still. I gotta get, I gotta fix that. <laughs> you just become... Fucking Virgo midheavens are out here trying to perfect their way through life when literally Jupiter is my ruling planet and I'm already blessed and lucky. If you, if you just, if you slow down enough, you can, you can start to vibe with the background hum of the universe and there it is. That's all. That's it. You just work up from I there. I feel like you. I feel like you've been eating the weed gummies, Andrew. Not today. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Like to get deep sometimes and talk about Einstein. Think talk about Einstein. Hamlet's <laughs> 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 not thin air. Going to Amsterdam in the new year. Top Gear there. <laughs> uh, it takes it takes a shot to my ego, but I do have to admit, like I was, I was the more difficult one to work with. Unfortunately, you think so? I think it was me. Okay. I but feel like I'm a little bit demanding. We had our own things, and I feel I like, like things to be perfect. That does suck. Don't do that. <laughs> but also, like, who am I to tell you not to do that? Like, if this was a if this was a normal like business relationship, you would like you would be my client. I would have to make sure that you were happy with the work. True. And like, it's not a normal business relationship. It's not. Fortunately, I think. Um. I don't know. I don't know. It's a weird thing that we've gotten ourselves mixed around in. And I feel like people, this is why people say don't go go into business with your best friend. It's why people don't say don't mix those two things. But I think like as long as I feel like you're open to hearing my grievances and the things that I feel, and I provide that same offering to you, I'm open, or you feel comfortable sharing your thoughts and opinions, and even your fears. Totally. I think that's that's fine. I don't think we'll run into, nothing's going to break that. I totally agree. Hell yeah, baby. Hell yeah. That's really cool. You're cool. You're cool, That girl. is really cool. You're cool, too. Thanks. <laughs> Uh, did you have another question you wanted to? Um, 
Ah, yes, I do. I'm kind of... I wasn't going to... I wasn't going to... I'm not going to bring up the, the raised Catholic thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think... I think... I could and I could address that. Um and honestly, it's not it's not even shade. It's not. But I want to answer a fun question. That question's not fun. Um okay. how about <laughs> I this I think I like and is actually sweet. How do you keep your relationship interesting and fun year after year? Aww. You know, I think for me, it's really about doing firsts together because there are still so many things that we have not done together. Like this last year, moving into our first house, that was a first. We'd never done that. We'd never moved into a house before that was just us living in it. We've lived in a house before, but only at like the basement level where people lived above us. So and, or even at our duplex, there was somebody that lived next to us. Like we've never had our own whole and complete house. So that has been a whole new experience. Um, I think for me, it, this might be on being like fucking Sagittarius rising. It's all about the adventure with somebody else. And Andrew will fucking yes. And my adventures until we are both in the grave. Let's like go. we just anything like we still haven't been to, we haven't international traveled together yet. Oh, we true. haven't like tried we, all the foods we can try. We, we haven't, haven't hiked up diamond head yet. I'm not doing that ever. Ever? <laughs> Never. <laughs> Probably not. Why? I don't know. Everybody always tells me how hard it is. Maybe if I'm in better shape, we'll think we'll talk about it. All right. I'm but thinking you gotta, about like, it. Though. Strap my disabled ass to your back. <laughs> Let's go carry you i will i will death stranding you up that mountain oh shit strapped to my back <laughs> death stranding yeah you can actually you can you can help fairy people like oh that's cool hell yeah like, it's like they're sitting in a chair that's like strapped to your back that's could, cool Fuck i'm looking yeah. at i'm looking my, at you my chariot <laughs> <laughs> oh my god you are the centaur man nay the fucking <laughs> saggy titties sagittarius <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what my nieces were calling Sagittarius this last week. Oh Saggy titties. <laughs> um, I think yeah. that that's that's Adventure. for me. It's it's the first. There's so many firsts that we have not done, and I think I'll be doing that until the day we die. I think my only a little bit different. I don't even think necessarily that the firsts are important. Honestly. I like an I like a solo experience always, um, but God, I hate solo experiences. It's sharing that, it's it's in sharing that that it becomes extra special. So like, I like watching movies by myself, but watching movies with you is an is like an incredibly different experience. Totally. There's so much more to it, and so like. I'm sure I could go to a nice restaurant by myself and have a great time, but being able to share that experience as it's happening and just like reflect and, you know, you just, it just introduces so much, so much stuff. I totally. could never get, I could never get bored. You know, what's funny. That was my fear in the beginning of our relationship. <gasps> I used to, no, I used, I've told you that, yeah. like, in the very beginning, I was like, aren't you going to be, like, bored with me? And you were, like, bored with you? Are you kidding? Never. <laughs> never. Like, never. Um, 
No, I think. What was the question again? Can you reiterate? I just it's yeah. Slipped my it's mind. um, it was how do you keep your relationship interesting and fun year after year? Yeah, I feel like that's it. It's it's the experiences, like sharing along the way, and I feel like even Andrew just he takes something and he just fucking expands. And I like to understand the expansion. And that was always true from the very beginning. Like it just, you take things and you just expand. And I want to fucking listen to the expansion. I want to see what happens. I also, it's not your job to entertain me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like that's true. Dance for me, monkey man. Like, no, it's not your job to do that. I am supposed to entertain me. And if we can do that collaboratively, awesome. But it's not like, I think, I think that's another thing that like most of these questions could be answered with is that we really are two whole and complete individuals coming together. Hard to agree. And like when we collaborate, it's beautiful, but not every step of the journey has to be a collaborative adventure. And I think some people really want relationships they think it has to be all or nothing and i would actually argue that it's in the balance where the real relationship is made because your relationship can only go as deep as the relationship you have with yourself i definitely feel like almost immediately what came to my mind was you have you have your life your thoughts your experiences and I have my own life thoughts and experiences. And it's what and how often we choose to share those things totally. with each other. And sharing experiences is definitely definitely among the like among that. But it's it has to be voluntary. Yes. Like we voluntarily choose to experience like this thing together or not. Like you went home and i'm sure maybe i mean we hypothetically could have made it work but if we really really wanted to like i could have come home too oh totally you could have come come home i could have seen family but spent more time with you and yours but we didn't have to like that wasn't a requirement i didn't feel the pull to come back to california but you did and so like i was okay i don't know you you go like it's barely a week like without you being in the house and that's okay like yeah you got to have a solo first of being in the house by yourself i haven't even gotten that yet and insisted on watching scary movies every night. <laughs> you silly bitch. <laughs> I. It's different. Oh wow, it's super different. <laughs> but that's yeah, funny. that's um. Also, I I hate to like say this as like a generalization, because I don't think. I honestly don't think people can be boring. Even if you think of the most boring person that you can imagine, like something drives them to continue. They're like, just boring to you. They have, like, yeah, they're they're boring they're to me. They're just boring to or, you. <laughs> or like the only the only way I can really think of someone being boring is that they're not they're not curious. They're Ugh, not curious that's the about worst. themselves or 
the things and people around them. And then I'm like, what do you like? What do you even do all day? Watch the same right. movie over and over again? Like, and how did you? <laughs> but like, yeah, I don't. I don't think I'm ever. I don't think I know anyone like that. Truly, no. I don't think I know anyone like that. And so. I could think of a few people in my life, but <laughs> I don't really talk to them that much <laughs> because I'm the same. I I can't stand close-mindedness specifically. I, I like to talk to people that are open. That oh, open. I see meaties, my cat rolling up behind you. Oh, meaties. He's going to claw my rug. <laughs> um, yeah. And Chloe, you're just... You were just not like that. You are very curious. You're very introspective. You want to know more about the universe you inhabit and the people Absolutely. who surround you. Like, yeah, there is. That's like, why we always joke that we're going to die at 220 years old because I, number one, think you can joke yourself into anything. So we're actually going to live that long. And go for it. Come, come cyber parts or not. <laughs> <laughs> we're being, we're gonna die at 220 i don't care where um, it comes from <laughs> yeah i don't care where it comes from i'm gonna die at 220 <laughs> but because i love to learn it's not because i want to be immortal i would like to die at some point <laughs> but i think sometimes that the human existence is too short for how much i would like to learn and I also think if we lived a little longer, we might actually see what we do. The consequences of our <laughs> the actions. The consequences of our actions. And that yes. might be a good thing. So I just feel like the human experiences might just be a little bit too short. Um, let's see. I feel like we might have time for like one or two more questions. We're going to go a little beyond the hour and a half. But um, it's my turn, right? I think uh, yes. Yours was the last question, so I think it's my turn. Uh, I actually, I think this question we've covered a little bit, so we might have a quicker answer. But uh, somebody asks, "How do you two resolve conflict in a healthy way? What do you do to avoid making the same mistakes?" I feel like Andrew when I talk to each other like fucking therapists. <laughs> We'll be like what is what is actually going on like what yeah. it's not that i left the towel right here again what is actually disturbing you like what could i do in the future to not elicit this kind of reaction <clears throat> and it's about yeah that that is it really like i feel like we have the fucking we have the advanced placement fighting andrew we're the ap fighting <laughs> but i also I also think we recognize when the other person, like, that's annoying sometimes to me. Where I am upset, but it just comes down to regulating my emotions. And, like, absolutely. Because, like, talking to a, a person who's currently mad about something, and it, could, it doesn't matter how important that thing is. Oh my like god, are you kidding? Both my parents are the most reactionary people I know. Yeah, it's it's about just being mad about the thing. The thing, it doesn't matter what it's from or what it's 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 always the underlying issues. But telling someone who's mad about the thing that oh, you're not really mad about that is infuriating. <laughs> oh, for sure. And so like there has to be I feel like you can't ask it that way though. You have to like mm -hmm. You have to ask, like, how am I not seeing you right now? How am I not hearing you right but now? What person... am I? Sorry. 
I think the person asking that question also has to be steady in that not mad like you both have to be oh for sure not like immediate in the immediacy mad and a lot of that is just uh, a lot of that is about knowing yourself for sure being comfortable with your like unregulated emotions and not to not to show our whole asses again but i feel like I feel like our more recent conflicts have been I am feeling I am feeling a lot of things and I don't have an answer in the immediacy about I don't have an answer about what's wrong like it's too frustrating it's too clouded I cannot address conversations about why i am upset i just know that i'm upset and i have the foresight of like i just need to i'm just i just need to not talk about this for like five minutes sometimes 10 minutes maybe and it's like just setting the thing down instead of trying to obsess over it because we don't you don't need to answer in the immediate you don't need to dissect what's really going on or get to the root of the problem right away. You can. I just... feel like that's hard for me. <laughs> I always want to slice through. Yeah, I feel like it's hard for me to put it down. You just, I, I, I feel like that's that's mine. I guess that's our conflict where, and it and it could be a lot of things. I I understand that like. Um, talking trying to like talk and emotionally empathize with someone who is upset that's hard that's hard to do it is it's hard to not get caught up in their tornado and i think i think the best way that i have found to resolve problems is kind of similar to what you're saying andrew it's that i have to be right with me first like if i am already reactionary i'm pissed i want to yell mm-hmm. I need to go take some deep breaths and go into another room. I need separation and not that I need separation for the rest of the day and I'm not going to come back mm-hmm. to it, but I need like five or 10 minutes to just calm down. And once I have regulated my emotions, I can come back to it and we can have an actual conversation. And that does happen sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. I also feel like pointing fingers and blaming doesn't really get anybody anywhere. Well, you did this and you said this. It's more of a, hey, this made me feel this way when this happened. Or it's, but again, you kind of have to know yourself yeah, in order to get there. Like if like, you don't know how you feel because you're used to just reacting all the time, I will say, first of all, don't beat yourself up about that. If I'm explaining anybody that's listening, it is so ingrained Mm -hmm. in today's society that choosing not to be reactionary is like a rebellious act to choose not to just like react and spit something out. Yeah, because that's. You might not even because that's what we talk about. It's like, oh, you might not even really care about the things that you've 
you've said in reaction to being attacked or feeling totally because like as a as a true-to-life example like i like you might accuse me of something of you know not of not being motivated or not feeling like like this is like this what we're doing is not something that i that i like i want to do that's super vague um (laughs) (laughs) but suddenly suddenly what comes to mind might be like oh like this is an example of things being unfair and, and i don't care about it's like it always boils down for me like the root cause is oh this is this has to do with fairness this has to do with like us communicating properly or for me for me unfortunately it's always like oh this is like a little thing that i've just kind of brushed away and never really thought about but then suddenly when i'm mad like i remember all this all these things that I just kind of yes ended and was just like okay with at the moment, but like you gotta you gotta say what you mean. You gotta say yes. what you mean. Like, is it really okay? Like when you said not you, Chloe, when you like the one whoever's listening to this, when you said, "Oh, that's okay," it didn't really affect me that much. Like, are you saying that because you just wanted the situation to go away, or? Are you saying that because it was actually fine and you didn't have hurt feelings about it? And if you did have hurt feelings about it, I feel like you just had to, you have to say that. You have to say it. You got to tell. I agree. You have, you have to, to say, say it, it later. La- say it later if it's a bad time. Because I've done that too, where yeah. something has hurt in the moment with so- either you or somebody else. And I will tell myself, I'm going to have to bring this up later because mm-hmm. that hurt, but now is not the right time. Like my friend is in crisis. My husband sucks. is in crisis. I'm going to have to come back to that later. And I do think that that takes a lot of knowing the self, knowing that you can hold that and you'll come back to it later. Because I think my thing, I almost see it like a fun challenge. <laughs> I know that's maybe sounds nuts to somebody who's never practiced this, but I honestly see it almost like a game with myself Mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. if I react in a moment out of spite or out of anger, I have immediately lost the game. You've lost, I have immediately lost my regulation game. I have lost the self-regulation game and I've only hurt myself and probably somebody else in the moment when, if I'm playing the self-regulating game, you can win. You can win at the self-regulating game. So I treat it like it's a game. And that's actually that, quite interesting. That honestly really helps me. I I don't let I do the same thing when I like read shit that's like meant to really invoke a reaction out of me. It's not like I'm trying to be emotionless or fucking dead weight, but cuz I think that's not cool either to just be like even keel all the time. That's mm-hmm. not the goal because I think all of our emotions teach us something. You know what? What? That isn't <laughs> That is a perfect way to describe how I have been treating shame in my oh, own in, life. Please, we were just us. talking about this. This might be our last question because we're yes, getting over. We're on getting time, way over. But time. tell me about it. <laughs> um, without really thinking about it, 
it's like, okay, I am going to step in because as a, as a background, as background, if say, say you need, you need help. You're in, you're in a position where you need help. You need someone's assistance. It could be anything. It could be watching, watching the cats. You need help watching the cats because you're not going to be home. You need help. But something's, something's going wrong with the car. So I need help getting somewhere. You're in a situation where you could really use someone's help. Recognizing that and asking for it fills me personally, and I know this is the case for a lot of people, asking is so couched in shame. Oh, for sure. What I have begun to do, which I didn't realize, uh, I could treat that as a game, which I think is really funny. <laughs> and I think honestly, honestly healthy. Because it's not it's not a game where the other people are participating without them knowing. It's like, it's a game that you're playing with yourself. It's a challenge exactly. to yourself. Like, okay, we are going to have this conversation without shame. Like, the second I start to think about, oh, this could affect our relationship moving forward. Oh, they're going to want something in return that I'm not ready to give. Or like, oh, they're going to like have a bad opinion of me and they're going to tell this person and it's going to ruin that other relationship. Ooh. Like it's just like a man. I've hey. definitely been in this position. It's, that you like are. A, it's me. Hey. It, it, I'm bitches. It's me. <laughs> I, it's, it's me. me. <laughs> I'm the problem. It's me. It's just like, Anyways, please carry actually, on. <laughs> no, like that's not true. It's, it's just like, no, that's not going to happen. And like, it's that just to tamp down, on the shame that you might feel about it and you know what you will have time to feel shame later but you shouldn't and you shouldn't totally and every single time that's happened okay not every time (laughs) only only once in recent memory has has like something else come up from that and like shame was employed against me and you know what I didn't feel ashamed. I felt mad. <laughs> so you know what? At that, at uh, like on that level, my shame game worked. Like, Hell yeah. I was like, you know what? Because in almost every other scenario, in ninety nine percent of those scenarios, when I was just like, you know what? We're just not going to think about shame in that way. It's I've only I've been met with love, only only love, only love, only love, and so. We do that a lot. We do that with each other. I take it on base value that, like, this isn't going to affect me. And if I start to think that you're going to get it in your head that I'm unreliable, or you're going to start to think that Andrew's just like this, I'd be like, you just have to put that shame away and be embarrassing. Put it away. You got to be embarrassing in front of the person you're in a relationship with because it's hiding that is bad hiding that's bad for you and so yeah i feel like i don't like admitting when i'm wrong but (laughs) who does who does who who fucking does fucking does but yeah um putting away that shame and telling you that like ah i was wrong about this or like just just having the confidence that you'll have that space which I think is something that we definitely learned and picked up over time. Because I'm sure you also have, like, 
you know that I'm not, or I hope you know, I hope you know that if you came to me with something and you were looking for forgiveness, that I wasn't just going to jump down your throat and make you feel bad about yourself. Oh my God, you would never. I would, I would feel like such a monster. individual. You yeah. would, you would feel like a total shit lord. <laughs> um, well, I hope we answered the initial question. It was about like, Resolving conflict. Resolving conflict in a healthy way. I feel like we definitely covered it. Um, There is one final question that I really want to get to just because I feel like you're not going to have a satisfactory answer, but I'm going to read it anyways. Okay. Because I feel like you're just not a bitch for tea, but maybe today you're going to surprise me. All right. All right. Tell me. This person said, the tea. What is Chloe's best and worst character flaw online? Sorry, girlfriend. Someone had to spill the tea. Hmm. I feel like I could come up with them for myself, so I'm kind of be surprised if you can't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, could start with the best. I'm thinking about the best. <laughs> oh, you already got the worst. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. No, I was just. But I, I want to give a real answer too. And something that comes to mind, I don't have to think about it too hard. It's like, honestly, your best quality, you're not here to judge. You're not here to judge people. I'm really not. You're you are like... I don't give a fuck what people do. Your positive affirmations and your criticisms of people, you're not here to judge. Nope. Like, you don't... You might not have that opinion. You might not have that opinion. And you might be staunchly against someone's opinion but for sure here to judge you're not like side side note like there is that there is that idea that like oh if you're not like this block me right now if you're not like this block me because we're never going to talk about this ever in a constructive way and you might feel that way sometimes Personally, I don't, I don't want to. I feel like the only thing that like gets me in that frenzy of like, don't fucking speak to me about this is probably the way that people parent. Oh yeah. Like authoritative parenting. (laughs) Fucking block (laughs) block me with that shit. I don't want to hear it. I don't agree with it. And I'm never going to agree with it. I think authoritative parenting is not the way forward. You're here for the nuance. And I appreciate it. I'm here for nuance with people and children and especially raising children like no. i just oh yeah I, so there is something yeah there is something that is crossing the line for you and yeah that makes sense and that's the only thing i could think of though it would be surprising it would be surprising if you were like oh but both sides but about everything and you're not and i understand you're very principled um but i like that about you i like that you you are here for nuance if someone for sure if you disagree with someone but they have a nuanced opinion about it. Like, you can't reject them out of hand. And no. That's beautiful. I love that. Um, I also think even when it comes to authoritative parenting, mm-hmm. just to kind of throw that in there, there is nuance. I don't like it. But most people that are authoritative parent parents, they had that in their life themselves. And they don't know that there is a different way. Or they think that gentle parenting makes them a pushover. But that's not actually what gentle parenting is. Mm-hmm. You're doing it wrong if you think that it just makes you a pushover. I I do have I do have my thing. 
And okay, what's my, what is it? Tell me. We, Give me the tea. We, we have talked about this. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Offend me, sir. I'm not going to sugarcoat shit. I'm not. I'm You're promise. not fucking Willy Wonka. We're not Willy Wonka. We're not. I'm not your fucking Oompa Loompa. I'm not here to make <laughs> your candy, okay? Like, <laughs> I think that you can. It is not your. It is not your duty. It is not your God-given grace to use your platform for good and justice. But you do not. You do not throw your hat into the ring of public opinion ever and no. yes i don't want to no i know and i because there's too much nuance <laughs> there's too much nuance and there's you know what being that person who only ever posts when it's their time to come down on a topic that's annoying that's yes. annoying and that's not why people follow you for content that's not why people want to hear your opinion but i feel like I feel like you have you have a platform which is more than anyone can say like 98% of people can say and honestly you're probably right you're probably <laughs> right not to engage but goddamn if I had any clout whatsoever I'd be your worst your worst friend your worst fucking on, nightmare on TikTok your worst friend on Twitter just like Ban this person. This person right here is a problem. Fuck them. Ooh. And that's so bad. That's bad for discourse. It's bad for discussion. It's just, Ooh. it's a bad impulse that I know we all have. And watching you not engage with the fucking weekly chomping at each other's heels, it can be frustrating, but honestly, you're probably right. <laughs> I just my, feel... Yeah. Gosh, I really thought this was going to be a quick question. Two Sorry. hour Chloe Taylor curio special. <laughs> um, well, no, like I think there's actually something I've never really voiced. And honestly, it makes me like a little shy, which is weird. But because I feel like I'm not oh. shy about anything. Right. But I honestly and I, I've maybe touched on this a little bit in past episodes that I think being vegan and leaving the vegan community really, really, really taught me a lot about nuance because I mm. used to be that person. I, I was, and I'm a, I'm not ashamed mm. because I didn't know better. So I couldn't do better, but I used to be that person that was like, fuck you. If you eat animals, that's disgusting. You're gross, blah, 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 blah. Like I used to be on this like high horse about it. And then I kind of chilled out and I was vegan and not so crazy for a few years, but then going into my holistic nutrition program and learning about how like the body's inflammatory response when you deal with inflammation-based diseases, veganism really is not the answer. Like, it can help in some ways, but do you know how hard it is to be a gluten-free vegan? It's ridiculously difficult. You're basically eating fucking beans and vegetables, and that's it. And it just completely rocked my world, where I was like, oh... There is so much room for nuance in this community mm -hmm. and not every, and don't even get me started on like indigenous <laughs> culture or people that don't have access to certain foods mm. or your carbon footprint when it comes to like eating processed uh, fake meats. You know, there's, there's so much nuance yes. to the vegan community where when I used to stand on this mountain and be like, nope, fuck you. This is my fuck mountain. All of you are wrong. I think I just really had to fall off it 
and mm. realize, oh, actually, there is totally a multiple different ways of living. I can't believe I ever was like that. And I think it opened me up to be accepting of more nuance everywhere in my life. Mm-hmm. And I, that might be a weird example, but it made me not want to stand for anything. And not necessarily that I'm like spineless and I don't have any beliefs, but I've seen so many waves come in the media too, where people are canceling someone for this and that person comes back or, you know, we all believe something this way. And then that is now changed. And not that history repeats itself, but even from my parents' generation till now, you can see how much in the world has changed. What we used to think was right is no Mm. longer right. And with that perspective, I have no desire to engage or initiate or tell people what is politically or morally correct. I have my own opinions and those Mm -hmm. are for me. They're not for my platform. You know? Yeah, I know. I hope, I hope that explained. It does. And again, like frustratingly, frustratingly, I think you are right to come from a newest nuanced perspective. Oh, fucking surprise, surprise. I agree with you. Um, (laughs) (laughs) yeah surprising no one at all i think you're right um because it is you know what chloe you have taught me so much you've taught me so much about humanizing everyone (laughs) and you know what it's exhausting it's exhausting it is fucking exhausting wouldn't it be just so much easier just to consider this person to be batshit insane but they're not they're but they're people. not. Nobody was born people. that way. They're born. fucking made to be that way. It's true. And it sucks. <laughs> and it is, it, it's, it's a lot more um, energy intensive. But yeah, you don't. Uh, and you know what? I'm sure. I'm sure people who follow you have noticed that you've never come out as like, this sucks. Like, this is clearly the right, the the thing that matters. And you know what? There's a ton of, there's a ton of recent examples, but you know what? There are going to be, if someone listens to this in five years, they'll have a bunch of new examples that we won't even totally. know Totally, that we won't even right. know about. And you, you stand on the side of nuance and you stand on the side of humanizing everyone. And I think that's going to be applicable forever and so yeah you don't need to weigh in Um, i really don't on the surface i i think that that still is that is frustrating because um we don't watch the news anymore but i I haven't watched the news in forever i am still connected enough on purpose i make those purposeful connections enough to know some current events and if you're on that current event pipeline straight into your veins, it's frustrating. Like every day, they want are, to divide you every day. Every day you are posturing or like reestablishing your in group and your out group, and not doing that, like honestly, you probably wouldn't make a lot of a lot of polarizing friends. Like people totally. don't like people who don't come down. Especially when you're in that kind that kind of mindset. Totally. I mean, shit. I think another thing that like somebody said that really brought a new perspective to me, I don't even remember who said it, but they were talking about like 
Dude, if your fucking town flooded and there was one person stuck on their roof, but they were like the biggest Trump supporter in your town, if you were a Biden supporter, would you not fucking get them on your boat and save them? No, I would get be like, get the fuck on my boat, you asshole. Like, yeah, it doesn't no, get on my boat. We're going to go boat. get safe. Like, it like, just tie the know, tie like, the 12 Trump flags that you have together come on, as a daisy go. chain and throw me the line like shut up just get on my boat like we can just get, i don't even we'll think be, i would tell them to shut up i would just I tell them to get on the boat and i'm gonna help the them it's fine just get on the boat i'm gonna help you and that is not me making a political statement either just so everybody's clear one that is not me making no. a political statement it's that i really i'm here for humans i'm not here for red or blue or i'm here for humans oh yeah that's that's how i feel about that i feel like you have redeeming and like I feel like that that opinion that you have and that philosophy probably you know somewhere along the way probably costs you because wh- what kind of stance would it be if it didn't cost you something like totally I'm sure there are people who are looking out and waiting to see who's coming on what side of something yep and take note of people who don't or are silent and um, that's not how to do that's not how we should do political or no. humanitarian discourse i don't think that's not how i want to that's not the kind of love i want to give to the world right we just want to be loving i feel like we could talk a lot more about oh this so much topic more. and how having a platform affects your opinions but For sure that's not what this episode was <laughs> no this is <laughs> so about that's love my damn answer. it that's my tea that was my That's tease. His, or... You know what? I think we got into some shit. <laughs> yeah, honestly. <laughs> um. Anyways, thank y'all so much for joining us. Thank you, Andrew, for coming back. Let mm-hmm. me know in if you're on Spotify, you can go down to the episode Q&A and let us know how you felt, mm-hmm. how, what you think. Uh, you can also go over to Apple, leave us a review. I read, I always read them. I always read them and they help us grow as well on the podcast. So if you want to leave those, please, please, please do follow my husband everywhere. Even though he's going to tell me not to put his links, I'm going to, it's all right. uh, he's at haunted curio on Twitch, on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. Mm-hmm. He, I think you have the handle everywhere. You're haunted curio, which That's is true. a very cool name, by the way, my, my spooky boo, my spooky boo, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, make sure that you follow him everywhere. He makes cool things. He's the best. Um, happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Happy Valentine's Day, everyone. I hope you have the day that you want to fucking have. If you're single and you're feeling sad, make this a day for self-care. If you're in a relationship, fucking do something cool or don't. Get on Tinder. Don't get oh, on shit. Tinder. <laughs> go go get on Bumble. Have a date. Um, or Tell, don't. Totally. Or, or don't. don't. Do whatever well, you want to do. Make exactly. it about you. Yeah. Anyways, uh, please do not forget when you stand on your own authenticity, you empower everyone around you to do the same. I love y'all. Bye. Bye, y'all.